This is Jimmy and Annette, and oh, well, with Mr. Chevy, of course, he's always with us. And well, he's in fine form today, as he's actually awake right now, which is he's shocking. He's going to jail tomorrow. I know, puppy jail. Puppy jail. Don't tell it. Don't say that out well, loud. He It'll saw crush us packing him. our bags. I know. He and gets I'm not, funky. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure he's like, oh no, no here I go. Where again. am I going? I'm being banished to Siberia. It's going to yeah. feel like Siberia now because <laughs> it was thirty something degrees today. It was cold. Yeah, I made it up to 45, I think. And I drove in the rain and cold. I had to have and my you never do that. seat heaters on. <laughs> I never, I, you know I don't like to ride, drive you don't. in the rain. I know you don't. It was a nice rain. It wasn't, it wasn't a thunderstorm. Yeah. I had to get out. Mr. Had Chevy to go needs get my attention. nails done. You need to give him some attention. I know attention he's, over standing there. He's, he's standing up. If people up. could see him standing up in a chair, Just he stands up. Picture a gopher or a meerkat. It's weird how they stand up on never their haunches. Seen a dog like this. I know, and, and he's not standing up on his legs. He's sitting on his rear, on like his, his rear. haunches. And he'll do this. But he'll get up on the top like of the couch a and do gopher. That. Okay, he's stop. really needy right now. I know. It's because he knows we're leaving. <laughs> I know. I know. He's clingy. Well, we want to welcome you to Living Up in a Down World. My name is Jimmy, and this is... What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're messing well, with Chevy. Well, I didn't Chevy. know you were doing that. Well, I'm cleaning his I know. eyes. Okay. This is my wife, Annette. Annette. We've been married for th- almost 31 years. We have an anniversary coming up. I know. And we got blessed with a gift, didn't we? Yes. An anniversary gift. I am so stoked. I know. You're kind of off mic right now because you're messing with Chevy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Here, focus, Chevy, focus. Stop. Come back to me. Where, yes, we're going to Pagosa <laughs> Springs the week of Thanksgiving. Um, so excited. I hope the weather's going to be Yeah, you never know. Nice. You never know there. So It's uh, close to Durango. Beautiful, beautiful area up there. I've been up there many times. Growing up in West Texas, in the panhandle of Texas, when we did vacations, we always took off to the mountains. And so we spent a lot of time up in New Mexico and the mountains and obviously Colorado and Wyoming. So, so all have, through my childhood. So we're going to be gone tomorrow for almost a week, and then we come back for what two weeks, and then we leave again for I know, a week. I know it's just we Our fall is, is usually crazy. that way. Every fall is a lot of travel because we also have a lot of conferences. So we're going to a really, really big conference that we're excited about. It's been a long time since we've been to Bethel. We're going out to Bethel Church in Redding, California. Pastor Bill Johnson. Is the lead pastor there. He wrote When Heaven Invades Earth a number of years ago, which was a game-changing book for a lot of people. Yes. So we're going to go out there. It's a pastor and leaders conference. And so we fly out tomorrow. We come back Saturday. And then I get to step up and preach on Sunday. I'm super excited. I'm excited, too. I'm excited to see what God's going to give you oh, to I'm preach so on Sunday. open and I'm like a big antenna. I'm just receiving and just saying, speak, Lord, and whatever you want your people to hear, I'm, I'll be, I'm here. Am I send me like, like there you Isaiah? Go. There you go. So yeah, so we'll be flying out tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it, but it's going to be like in the 30s in the morning. I know. And so for people that live in other countries and anywhere north of Tennessee, they're laughing at us right now, going, "You are such wimps." We are, but we but are because we live in the heat down here. So we yes. live in the Texas Hill Country. We don't get a lot of cold spells out here. No, but rare. but I heard this year is going to be. 
Could I be. Know. We could have another snow it's El Nino, apocalypse. Correct? El Nino or La Nina? No. I, I get them El confused. El Nino. El Nino. Supposedly every seven years, but it seems like every year they're talking about this I, stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. So supposedly we're going to have a very cold winter, and then up north in the northern United States, where typically it's colder, they're going to have above average So we should go to Canada. <laughs> oh, I've, no. I've, I've always wanted to go to Canada. I, I've heard there's some beautiful, beautiful. Well, I know up around, uh, oh, where was it, where the Norwoods lived, up in, up north uh, of Washington State. I yeah, oh, I don't know. I cannot, cannot recall that. Yeah, I don't but know. It was like stunning. Columbia? I, British I Columbia. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Beautiful up there. And uh, I was jealous when they lived there. But we never got invited. No, we never, and we've never been to Canada. No, I, we've flown we've over been the edge to of it. Many, many, many states, but never Canada. I know it. So, anyway, I'm excited. I love traveling with you. Aww. I do not like traveling alone, but I when we're either. together, it's like a honeymoon and it's joyful and it's fun, and you're my best friend. And so, Aww. I just so love, excited. love, love traveling with you. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, we do. It's always fun watching dudes hit on you in the airport. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. They are not hitting on me. Oh, hello. You're funny. It's because you're gorgeous. No, I turn around and they go, oh, she's the old one. I'm sorry. I look at it like this. It's (laughs) flattering to me. It's like, dude, I won. So, you know. You're so funny. I'm not threatened at all. You're hilarious. No, I'm happy. A guy flirted with you at the gym the other day. I know. That was kind of weird. Yeah. And, it, but you missed your moment because he said you looked really good, and you should have said, "You should see my husband; he's right over there." <laughs> that would have been a perfect segue. Well, I that didn't would have even think about it. I was—I think I was just kind of shocked when he said that I'm a younger too man. To, I'm too old to do this, and I said, uh, "I'm quite a bit older than you." And he goes, "No, I can guarantee you're not." And when I told him my age, he goes, "Oh, you should I am. have said you are five years you older." You should have said, "I could be your mother." Ooh, five, I'm, five, I'm only five years okay, I older. could be your aunt. No, I just, no. no. You, there's so many comebacks you could have had, but I, yeah, I think you I were just. I was kind of taken aback. I that's, think you were flattered. Well, I, and that's, you should it be. hadn't happened to me in 20 years. So. <laughs> well, once every decade or so, it's nice for somebody to pay yeah, a little attention. Yeah, it? it'll probably be my last time. I'll, you know. So when you when you text me, did I just run over there and stake my claim? No, no I, but I, I did text you. I just got hit on I by know. a man. And I said, congratulations. That was my text back. Congratulations. <laughs> You're not jealous at all? Not at all. Oh, maybe you should be a no, little bit. No, no. I am so secure because you've made me feel secure. Oh, you've made okay, me, good. We're safe good. with each other. And that's the way marriage should Absolutely. be. Absolutely. Because we always say this to people that it's Jimmy and Annette, not Jimmy or Annette. Exactly. And we just present a united front. In fact, in our church, what did I what did I say I want you to start doing oh, after the gosh. prayer night? You so want we, me to come up well, let me with just, you? Anybody who's listening who's new needs to hear it. We did this big prayer night like a week, two weeks. Well, we could go. It's been two weeks. Has it been two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two Sundays ago on an evening. And we're, we're praying for uh, revival and spiritual awakening because if there's ever a time when the world needs spiritual awakening, it's now. So we're calling some prayer meetings to do that. We had a couple hundred people showed up. We had worship. It was amazing night. Powerful, powerful night. And I brought you up on the platform to pray for one of the movements. We did eight movements, and you did one of the movements. And when you were up there standing with me, there was something. I was like, this is as it should be. You should be with me up here. I'm not preaching with you. No, I didn't say that. (laughs) 
it would be like this program where we're all talking on top of each other, each other, all exactly. Each other Although off. I thought about Just us like doing that. a panel discussion. You, know, you and we I could do talking that. about no, we we've done that before yeah. in, on different things. We, we've done it with the whole family, but right. I, I actually thought it could be good for us to bring up a topic. We and could do talk that. About that. That would be. I would love to do that. So we need to plan that. So in light of all that, with you standing up there, I thought. I need to have you up here every Sunday just to, as kind of to greet the church because we have a lot of our church is growing right now. We have a lot of new people, a lot of new people. So it's impossible to get to everybody. So not everybody knows that that pretty blonde on the front rows. Well, they do because you bring me Annette. up every service. Well, I do talk about you a lot because remember, it's Jimmy and Annette, not Jimmy or Annette. Right. And there's a reason for that. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and we it's ward it off any, exactly. any potential weirdness. So, exactly. Yeah, present a united front. But that's just the way we roll. And we've rolled this way for almost 31 years, November 20th. I know. I can't believe you can remember the date. I can't remember my phone number, but I, I can remember our anniversary exactly. and your birthday. So. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. Thank you. I'm, married I'm scoring up. all kinds of points up. right now. You always wow. say you married up, but I married up. Well, we both married up. How's that? <laughs> there you <laughs> go. That's how it's supposed to work. We right. both we both when you both feel that way, that's a good thing. Good thing in a marriage. Well, the name of our podcast, like I mentioned earlier, but it's Living Up in a Down World. And really that's the heart of what this is about. We recognize that sometimes the world can be very dark. And uh, right now in the in the season or in history that we're in right now, it seems like it's darker than it's ever been in my lifetime. Now, I could be wrong. I could have forgotten things, but it just seems like a no, lot of things have converged. we've talked to a lot of older people that said they have never experienced anything like yeah, this that's in true. their lifetime. And, I mean, you know, the, the pandemic, scamdemic, scamdemic, plandemic, whatever it is, whatever it was. When that came, I mean, that's nothing. That was unprecedented in our time. You know, we've never had government mandated lockdowns and stuff. It was like, whoa, this just we just turned into a dystopian future. I know. And that was really freaky and unsettling and it really traumatized our, our the world. Mm-hmm. And so coming out of that, we've had cultural trauma. So it's a dark world. It's a down world right now. It feels that way. But there's always bright spots and there's always amazing things going on. And God's everywhere working in all kinds of things. Well, we say Aslan's on the move. And as a Christian, we don't have to live that way. When you're not exactly. a Christian, you don't know any better. That's you true. don't know that there's there's something better out there that right. that can give you the hope, that can give yeah. you joy, that can give you peace. You're kind of a victim to your circumstances. Yes. Yeah. But when you have Jesus, it changes everything. Oh, let's talk about Jesus for a minute. Okay. Because really, that's what we're about. Yes. That is the core of who we are. We cannot not talk about Jesus. Oh, we had Tina and Adam over last night for dinner, and all we talked about was... Like three hours it was of talking amazing. about Jesus and what God is up to. And and for those of you who don't know, Adam and Tina Curry are two dearest friends on the planet We've been walking together, all of us together, on our spiritual journeys. They began walking their journey, what, two years ago? Was it about two years? A year and a half, two years. A year and a half to two years ago, uh, and then they moved to Fredericksburg, and then we met. Um, It's a long story, so I'll keep it short, but we've just become best friends. So we hang out, and we do life together, and we threw some steaks on the pellet grill and did a, a, uh, what we call a carnivore dinner. So for us meat eaters, and then we had some food for them as well. And we, but we talked, it was God talk. It was wonderful. God conversation. We have such a good time when we're with them. We do. 
I think I'm the most relaxed with them. I had my house shoes on. Girl, you had the fuzzy house I shoes know. on. You I were was rocking like, those. And I was wearing a hoodie. I know. Well, so, so was, was so Adam. Was Adam. <laughs> up in his mercy we're finally hoodies. getting so comfortable with each other, <clears throat> with each other that we can just, yeah. we don't have to. Well, of course, she was all dressed up, which I didn't understand why she, <laughs> she stayed in she her Sunday clothes. Um, well, talk about Sunday, as a matter of fact, in terms of Adam and oh, Tina, because goodness. Adam, this was week two, two for Adam. He gets to come to church. To actually be in services with yeah. us. So we have two services back to back. We do a nine o'clock and a 1045. And Tina has been coming for a year and a half. I mean, she's been committed and involved and she sits with you on the front row. And so we always see Tina in the second service, always. And But what Adam does, because he does his podcast, No Agenda, by the way, if you want to know what's going on in the world right now, three and a half hours, two dimes a week on Sunday and Thursday, look up No Agenda with Adam Curry and John Dvorak. Fantastic, hardcore podcast. No, they don't pull any punches. They do poke a lot of fun at media, and they do a lot of media deconstruction and what's going on in the world. And it's just, it's a great viewpoint. I love listening to the show. I can't do the full seven hours a week. So I spot listen to it here and there when I'm driving and whatnot. But I've learned so much from Adam just about how the just how things are going on in the world. It's very helpful. It's a great viewpoint. So anyway, check that out. But he does that show at one o'clock on Sunday. And he's done this for 15, 16 years. He used to do it at eleven. They bumped it back to one a few years ago. So they've been doing this 15, 16 years. They've had sixteen hundred plus episodes. Can you believe that? Wow. All long. I mean, all th- three, two, three hour. Unbelievable. It would, it would, they do it two times. Two times a, a week, week. Like I said, Sunday and Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. A lot of airtime. So he has been feeling like the Lord has kind of been drawing him to, to f- try to reconfigure his schedule. Again, he's been in this group for a long time so that he could get to church. And he was a little concerned about, can I not get my prep time in? Because he has a lot of preparation to do this show. It's it's a fast-moving show, a lot of content. And so um, he and I did a bro date a couple of weeks ago. And he said, yeah. So he said, I'll see you tomorrow. I thought, what? Okay. And he did. So anyway, this was week two. And it was so cool to see Adam and Tina together yeah, on a Sunday morning. Maybe the first time, second time I've ever seen them there together. On a Sunday, Sunday morning, morning, first time. So anyway, that's just a huge win because, and he, he said he feels like he's doing better at his show because it feels like God's compensating and for whatever he sacrifices to be there, it's like, it's all good. So good. So cool. Anyway, so good. We love those guys. We talk about them a lot because you talk about the things you love the most. And so we talk about oh, them a lot. That's a good way to put it. It's true. I mean, don't we? Mm-hmm, that's that true. That and carnivore. Yeah, <laughs> <Cardboard>. <laughs> of which, of which you got asked to be on a oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm Adam. Super, what's I'm his name? I'm going to look up his name. His name is Adam, but it's not Adam Curry. He's a big time carnivore guy, and uh, man, I love this guy. He and I, we we connected on um, on a platform for Dr. Ken Berry that we're a part of. We're members of that, and we connected through that. And just turns out he's a believer, and we just. I've just hit it off. Can we look him up right now? But so, his is a is his podcast video. Yes, it's a video. Okay, podcast so you're going to be YouTube. on a video. It's a YouTube channel. Okay, so so you're going to be talking about total life wellness. wellness. 
So you'll be talking about Jesus. Super stoked. You're going to be talking about carnivore, what it's done to us, you know, for us physically and mentally. And um, what else are you going to be talking about? Mind, body, spirit, mind, mental, mental, mental health. Yeah, mental just health. Balance. Yeah. So his name is great. Adam Lacey, and he has a great YouTube channel. What's it called? I'm going to look it up. I'm, I'm juggling a lot of things here because you caught me off guard with that. Sorry. It's okay. Well, you just brung that on me. <laughs> So I was like, okay. Well, I just talked to him today, and, and so we scheduled. I think we're, I'm going to be on a show. We're going to do the interview next Wednesday. It's an hour long. And he just wants to hear about our carnivore journey and you and me and our progress and what we're learning along the way and just to encourage others. And uh, I was going to look up his. Uh, I know Carrie talks about it a lot, but I can't remember what. Yeah, from Homestead How. Is it called a handle? Is that what you call it? It's or is just it the name of your just show. Just the name of the yeah. show, okay. Name of your channel. Um, oh, man, I am really do not like that. Well, that's okay. You can here. figure it out. Yeah, it's carnivore something. Anyway, Adam Lacey's his name, so I'll get the name. Yeah, and, it's cool. And but I'll it'd talk be good about, for yeah. our, our listeners to, yeah, to, to check listen it out. to that story. Yeah, it's just a journey that we're on, and, and it's kind of an elimination we're, we're kind of on an elimination diet of our whole, whole total life. Total life. And that kind of leads us into our topic today, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. And so I want to share some scripture with you. Just two verses that have been, this morning when I got up, I always do a daily devotional. I've written it for over 20 years. I have about five to 6,000 entries that I've written um, independent. I write them every day. Maybe two or three, four times a year, I might find an old one and re- refurbish it. But typically, you know, most every 360 out of the 365 are all hot off the press every morning. And I've done this for a long time. So um, today I wrote one called Monday Momentum or Momentum Monday. And um, as I was looking through scriptures, I saw I comb the word, I get my Bible, and I just different ways I'm looking for scripture. So you don't get a get Bible and point to it and say, okay, this is the scripture not that quite, I'm supposed to Not but not to. far off. Sometimes I'll flip through my but Bible. But if it says, you know, yeah. like, go sacrifice, you're, you're not going <laughs> to... <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some crazy stuff. No, I just flip through my Bible. I, my Bible's all highlighted I was going to say, you have a lot of highlights. stand out to me. So this morning I was looking and I found, I just came upon the scripture. It really jumped out at me. It says this, it's in Matthew chapter 7. Verses 13 and 14 says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. That's pretty heavy. It is. Talking about the road is narrow, the gate is narrow, the path is narrow. And you know, you, you hear people use that in their language about, yeah, I'm on the narrow path, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've taken the narrow way. But what does that mean? Yeah. Well, let me read the second verse because that'll give some shed some light on the first. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So you've got a narrow gate that leads to life. Mm-hmm. You've got a wide and broad road that leads to destruction. And what that speaks to, it speaks to the things. Okay, I was talking about an elimination diet, right? 
And so in terms of carnivore, doing a carnivore, keto, or whatever, you begin to eliminate things that you deem... Any kind of diet you eliminate. Yeah, any kind of diet. You're eliminating things that you think are not good for you. So I just call it eliminate and concentrate. So you eliminate the non-essentials, concentrate on the essentials, right? Well, we do this spiritually too, mind, body, spirit. And so... What we have been doing starting last February when you came back from a conference, we we cut out, we just cut something away. And it's sort of like if you're in a hot air balloon and it's not getting any altitude, they cut sandbags. You know, they can increase the right, flame, right? but they also can have sometimes have dead weight on that and they can throw off that weight and it'll, you know, it'll get more altitude. And I feel like what the path that God's had us on is a narrow path. It's not not for everybody, and we wouldn't tell everybody to do this either, especially the things that we feel like God has eliminated out of our life. Because we for would, one, the Holy Spirit needs to be the one to tell exactly, people, not us. Exactly. We just share what God is doing in our life, Bingo. and then hopefully, you know, people will ask, Lord, what is it that you want to eliminate out of my life? Exactly. So that's what we've been doing, and we've then we had our sabbatical, and that that was a good time to kind of eliminate and say, okay, Lord, what is it that's just non-essential? And it's not even bad things, you know. We were watching a lot of TV back in the day. I mean, that just kind of became our evening. TV was always on, buzzing all the time, and it just was just noise, back, noise, background noise. And um, so when you came back, we eliminated that, and we suddenly discovered we had way more time than we thought we did. We had hours and hours and we were always going, okay, we need to watch our shows. We need to watch our shows. Now it's like, what do you want to do? Hey, let's do a podcast. It's almost nine o'clock. You know, it's <laughs> late know. at night, yes. you know, because we're traveling it, we're the day off, but yeah, but we, we have time to do it. Normally we'd be in there fighting over which show we're going to watch. And so this elimination, this, this carving things out of your life. So when I look at this scripture, enter through the narrow gate, and then it says, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. That's a wide path. It means there's a lot of people going down that path. But isn't it talking about heaven and hell? De- I mean, it is. It's righteousness and unrighteousness. Yes. It's right and wrong, up and down. Because narrow is the road to yeah. heaven. And there's a lot of people that think they're going to heaven yeah. because they go to church. Right. Or they, you know have memorized John 316 or whatever. Yeah, they went to Sunday school when they were a kid. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, I think that what's happening in our world right now, so we got a lot of crazy things happening, right? I mean, with Israel, Hamas, you know, Ukraine debacle, all this stuff, Afghanistan debacle, all these things that happened, the political gameplay, and I call it the clown show. I mean, you might as well just get some popcorn and watch it because it's crazy right now, dramatic and just... Popcorn's not on our... It is not. We would not. We would get bacon (laughs) chips. No, we'd fry up a whole pound of bacon in little chips and eat it like candy. So so that's the world we live in. It's a clown show. It's crazy right now. And so um, this idea of, of getting away from that and pulling back from that to say, I, I don't have to participate in everything and all the craziness of the world. There's got to be a better way. And so this narrow gate, this narrow road means that you may not, it may not be highly populated. There may not be that many people who want to get that serious about their walk with God. Mm -hmm. And this is not to beat anybody up. It's, it's, 
It's that we need an awakening. The church well, needs to wake up. Right. And I think that we've we've kind of used God like an addendum to our life mm-hmm. instead of Exactly. You know, he's um throughout our life every day. I mean, he's he's the center of our life. Yeah. But a lot of times it's the addendum. It's like, oh, we got to go to church. So right. Oh yeah, we need oh, to yeah. let me oh, find yeah. my Bible. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I don't know where it is yeah. because I don't read it or Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, so many people are caught up. They have so much stress in their life and uh, with work, with family issues, yeah. addictions, um, so many things. Overwhelmed. And, yeah. And they're, yeah. they're overwhelmed. And it's, it's, a, it's a hard life for people. You and I have had many, many conversations through the years. I remember... I won't say their last name, but a lady named Kathy. Back when we were in another town pastoring, and I remember her at one of our small groups. We were talking about, you know, worship music on in the house and having the word maybe playing, you know, the scripture. And and she said, I have to do this. If I, I literally have to have the word of God worship 24 hours a day. If I don't, I'll, I can't make it. She had been through some horrific trauma and abuse. Yes. And she was out of that situation, but the residual pain and suffering that she continued to deal with because it was so bad, she said, the only way I can survive is to stay close to Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's no other way. And the truth is, she's right. But she's not right just for someone who's been traumatized. She's right for everyone. All of us. I know for me, you and I, we can barely, we have to listen to worship music all the time. I mean, we need it because I need my, I can't, let me put it this way. When I became a follower of Jesus, I went all in. I didn't want to play games. I didn't want to be a hypocrite because I'd met a lot of those folks before I was a Christian. So at 19 years of age, when I stepped over the line, I went way opposite. I'm never going back. This is it. There is no plan B. This is only plan A, no B, no C, no options, no trap door. I'm going all the way in. And so that's how I have lived my life since that time. And it is a narrow road. Mm -hmm. It can be lonely sometimes because not all your friends want to talk about Jesus all the time. Not all your friends want to talk about the kingdom of God. Uh, the the strategy for winning the world to Jesus Christ, which is what we're all called to do, but it's it's remarkable how few people really have gone all in. To be honest, it's true. And so it is a narrow path, and sometimes it feels like <laughs> sometimes it feels like during COVID when you would go somewhere and there were no cars on the road, you're like, oh my gosh, has the second coming happened and I missed it? Did Jesus airlift everybody out right. and I, I got left <laughs> behind. I mean. It's creepy sometimes because I've been in a grocery store where for whatever reason in that moment of time, there's hardly anybody in the store and it's a weird feeling, but that's how sometimes life has felt for me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of surface friends. I've got a lot of acquaintances. I love doing life with people. I'm a people person, but in, but in terms of going deep on a consistent basis, very few, it is a narrow road. It really is. Yeah. It really, really is. Yeah, we've we've had people that wanted to hang out with us and be our friends, but when they were around us a few times, 
and all we wanted to talk about was God. <laughs> well, and, and you know what I'm saying. And, and we have other conversations. We of just we've we do. got. I mean, Me I'm and looking Adam around. Talk about I'm looking everything. around your room, and you have what ten guitars hanging up in your in the studio. Nine. Oh, okay. Nine. Only nine. Only nine. So you have you. It's not like every minute you're in the scriptures, but you you weave God into every into every conversation because God created the world. He created created music. Music. Oh, did he create music? I, mean, I can't you know, not do that. Exactly. And so it does make you, it, it is a narrow road. I mean, when I look at that scripture, I go, man, I get that. I think we've lost our wonder. Mm, our sense of awe and wonder. Yes. Wow. Explain that a little bit. That's well, a beautiful thing. Well, I mean, thing. I, it just came to my mind because I, I remember, mm. you know, Tina was talking yesterday about her trip that she just got back. The Narrows. From <clears throat> in Utah. Mm-hmm. And she said it was just, it was so breathtaking and so spectacular the beauty right and it it made me think about where did that come from well obviously it came from god and where is our wonder of the things that god has created you know i i think about just even today we were talking about our marriage because we're about to go on this week trip in uh, thanksgiving that's just you and i Mm -hmm. um was a gift. And so to me, I'm in awe of having a good marriage because of what we've had in the past. Right. I, I relish in the fact that God has given me a wonderful man and wonderful children, wonderful family. And I don't take for granted what we have together as a couple. But that's, that's, it's because we put God number one. And if we didn't, I, I don't know where we'd be, honestly. If we would be. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's that, it's that critical for us. It is. Yeah. Gosh, I agree with that. And when you lose your awe and you lose your wonder, you you, you lose that childlike innocence. Mm-hmm. And the world can do that. Man, it's a hard world out there, and it can. It can beat the crap out of you, and it can, it can make you hard. It can make you jaded. How many people have we met? that are jaded against know, life and I it's know. tragic because they can't find joy. They can't find life and laughter and kid like. And I was, I was with our worship team on Sunday morning. I played on Sunday morning on the worship team and, and I was really excited and we had great songs, just a great set. So I was really pumped about it, but I was telling our team, we gather for prayer before the first service. We do two services back to back. And I was like, guys, let's just play in the presence of our father. Let's just play. Be playful. And one of the Be songs, playful and joyful. One of the songs we sang yesterday is so, one of my favorite songs, Brandon Lake's song, Gratitude. gratitude yeah. And here we are coming up on Thanksgiving, which I, I don't think about gratitude and Thanksgiving only on Thanksgiving, um, but we are coming up on that. And if we could just have gratitude mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving, at this time, we that is the key to happiness, oh, right it there. Is, no doubt, having no gratitude doubt. in life. If if you have to look for it, even in the midst of turmoil yes. and horrendous 
circumstances. Absolutely. Find that one thing that's right. that you can be grateful for. Yeah, absolutely. And concentrate. If you can't find anything else, then just think about that. That's all you need to do is think about that. And God will give you more things in, and he'll put them into your heart mm. so that you can think on those things. And to me, I, I, that's what Thanksgiving is one of my favorite, favorite holidays because I think gratitude is the key, period. You know, I think something you said, I, I just connected the dots on this, but just in this conversation is that, you know, awe and wonder actually gratitude is a part of that you can't be in awe of something without saying oh god this is amazing oh thank you god i mean i'll step out on the back porch at night you know to let mr chevy do his thing Mm -hmm. before we go to bed and there's a massive cross on a hill across the highway from us and it's on a way high hill you can't see the highway all you see are trees hills and this massive cross and it's called the happy h ranch and Everybody who comes to Fredericksburg, hey, there's a big cross on the hill out there. Well, we live out by that cross. And so when I see that at night and it's lit up, two nights ago, three nights ago, I took, took Chevy out, and the moon was a full moon. I mean, full bore. It was as full moon as I've ever seen. And there were some clouds around it, but it was clear where the moon was, and so it was coming through really strong. And there was a big planet right next to it. So, And it was all right over the cross. Wow. I almost came and got you because I'm that way. Did you not take a picture? You I didn't, always my, take I pictures. didn't have my phone in my pocket, and oh. my iPhone doesn't take good night shots at moon. i, I got to figure out how to do that. I don't know. So for whatever reason, I'll take one. It's like, that looks terrible. It doesn't do justice. But anyway, I captured the thought in my mind, and I was so full of wonder. Mm. And I was all I could say was, thank you, Lord. This is, I just was kept going, wow, wow. I mean, because literally out loud, because what I do when I step out on the back porch, I don't know if you've ever heard me do this, I'll say, good evening, Holy Spirit. I've never heard you do it. Good evening, Lord Jesus, Yeshua. And then I'll say, good, good evening, Abba Father. Mm. So I it's do that beautiful. every night when I'll go out and take him out there, and I'll just say a prayer, a brief prayer, just usually as I'm looking up at that cross. And uh, when we were looking at this house to buy four years ago, I stepped out on the back porch and I saw that cross and I thought, if for no other reason. <laughs> well, it's funny because I where we came this. from was Cross Mountain. I know. The, yep. the area we lived in. And there was a cross, on the, there, was a cross on the hill in yep. Fredericksburg. Cross and then Mountain. we moved out here and there was a cross on a hill yep. right across from us. And when we lived in Abilene. We lived on King's Cross I know. Street. I know. There's just something about there it. There is something I about don't know. that. It's just wild. It's uncanny. And yet, it? when we're looking at houses, we're not thinking about the cross. It just no. happens. It was there. Th- it's, that's and just every night I walk amazing. out and every morning, it's such a reminder. It's the that, wonder of God. Uh, it is wonder. There was a picture that Tina sent from the Narrows. Do you remember the one where she's looking yes. up and she looks like a uh, little girl? She does. She looks like she's, a 10-year-old she, looking she up. She is yeah. awestruck. Mm-hmm. I love that picture because yeah, I, I, see I see that on her face in worship too. And I love people that have that childlike gaze that when something amazes them and they're awestruck, they have that look. And Tina does mm-hmm. that a lot. It's really she does. A, it's yeah. just a childlike, not childish, childlike in a beautiful way of being awestruck. And so 
It's true. The awe of God. But awe of God, it, it, it precipitates gratitude, doesn't it? It does. But it also precipitates joy. Mm-hmm. That's how you live up in a bad, in a, in a bad world, <laughs> bad. a down world. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I don't. And I'm not negative, like, oh, the whole world's going to hell in a handbasket. No, no I'm not that. Not in your I'm character. not that at all. When I say down, I just mean we live, it's a playoff of the Genesis narrative that we live in a fallen world. So that's why I call it a down world. It's fallen. Uh, and so it's not a knock or, or a critique of the world. It's just a biblical expression. It's just saying it in a little different way. So, but the idea is that we can live up, and the way we do that is through awe. It's mm-hmm. through wonder, it which leads to gratitude, gratitude. and joy. Oh, don't you just love being around joyful people? Yes. You know, the word joyful means full, full of joy. Of joy. Mm-hmm. And when you get around somebody like that, you want to stay around them. Yeah. Yep, that's right. I think that's why I like hanging with Adam. Yeah. He's joyful. All the time. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever seen him in a bad mood. Ever. Have not, you? Not for more than 10 seconds. Yeah. I, yeah, he's... He's yeah. just a, he's a joyful guy. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. He really is. Love it. Love it. Very good. What do you think in your mind's going? I can it, see. I'm looking at these scriptures as we're talking because of it's so many. It's just the golden rules right before that. Mm. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. It's all part of the same flow. Narrative. Yeah. I think my heart is broken for people who are entering the wide gate and going down the broad road because it's easy to say, to go with the crowd. It's easy to go with the, the flow of people and just get in the, get in the flow. You know, it's like when you're driving in fast traffic in Dallas, Fort Worth or Houston or San Antonio or wherever, and you get in that fast track lane and you, and you, you normally don't drive that fast, but you suddenly find yourself doing 87 you know, through town because the whole flow of traffic is going 87 miles an hour. You just get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. And you look down at your speedometer, you're just going with traffic. You're like, 87 miles an hour. We're going, whoa, you know, no wonder I got through Dallas so fast. But you get caught up in the flow, you get caught up in that stream. But it happens in every arena of life. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in things. And right now, a lot of the the signals that we're getting from the world is saying, you know, <laughs> down is up, up is down, left is right, oh, no. right is left, good is bad, bad is good. I mean, it is, everything is topsy-turvy right now. Cancel it's, culture. Oh, my woke. gosh. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Ghosting people. I mean, this, this, there's so much darkness happening, and it's confusing and it's chaotic. It's like the world's in a frenzy right now. Mm-hmm. Spun up. Everybody's spun up. And, um, gosh, you got to find, you got to get out of that flow. You got to get out of that stream. You got to take a step back. That's it. You got to find Jesus. There is no other way. There is no other. There is no other answer. We're, we're looking for something that we don't know what we're looking for. So we're, we're finding things in the world, but that's not making us happy. No, it's all temporal and it only lasts for a short time. Don't you remember when, after you went through your divorce and you went through a, Period of time, I did. I did the same thing, where because we were young, um, we were damaged. We were damaged. About twenty. We were both twenty nine years old, and you separately from me because we didn't know each other at the time. Decided, well, let's go. 
I missed out. I, this is this was my thought. I missed out because I got married at sixteen, so I missed out on the bar scene. I missed out on going dancing. to get drinks with the girls. You know, after I work. remember that. I mean, literally, I it, I told myself, okay, I am gonna not go to church on Sundays. I didn't go because I spent time with my friends. We went out to the lake every weekend, and I remember doing that for a couple of months, and. At first, it was fun because, you know, sin is fun, I guess. Not that it was sinful, but... We wouldn't want to do it if it wasn't fun. Right, exactly. But I, but it was it was a sin against God because I totally took him out of my life, yeah. period. Yeah. But I remember after a couple of months, like like you, you brought God... You were like, okay, I did all this with you to your friends yeah. when you did the bar scene mm-hmm. and all that with them. And you're like, okay, now I want you to come with me. I made him come with And me. you did. And then we ended up, you and I ended up meeting. But the thing is, is for me, I remember being, I was just, I was, I was a shell of myself mm-hmm. because I was, I was trying to be something I really wasn't because God didn't create me that way. I had lived a, a life, you know, serving and loving God, but I totally put him on the shelf yeah. for two weeks, two months. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget when I said, I'm not going to go to the lake anymore. I want to go to church. And it was so awesome because my friends that I was going to the lake with every weekend said, well, we'll come to church with you. Yeah. If I would have known that, I would Karen. have not gone. It was Karen yeah, and Karen. Uh, Becky, Becky Fur, yeah, remember? Yeah. But I remember going back to church and really rededicating my life and heart and saying, God, I am sorry. How I long? Just, okay. I have to ask a, a timing question. How long did, did what was the timing of that and then when we met at church well very quickly i mean we the timing was probably a couple of months of not going to church and just totally going out with the with the girls and and the guys and uh it was probably a couple of months and then gosh when i started going back i would probably say i met you within a month wow yeah 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 it wasn't long yeah, because God was doing the same work in me. Mm-hmm. I did, mine wasn't a two-month run from God. It was about a three-week run from God. I, I couldn't run that far and that fast. And well, I, you were I, a pastor. I could see that. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. I it's know. just that I really I was all in with Jesus, and then but, I, I tried to ignore that. But what was your could, thought process of why you did it in the first place? For me, it was like, oh, I missed out on, on my childhood you know in my dating life yeah. because i got married so young wasn't missed out it was more i was just were you dan- angry was, with god i probably was mm-hmm. probably never admitted it but i'm sure i was just angry like how could all this happen to me how could i lose everything so quickly and yet i was going to seminary i was a youth minister i was winning kids to jesus and we had a huge youth ministry So you were and, numbing out so i was numbing out totally numbing out i yeah. was just depressed and and yeah, angry. Yeah. But I don't know that I ever told God that. I was, I was so in awe of God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the fear of the Lord was real with you me. You told him years later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Years later. We've had lots of conversations then. since then, honest conversations. But um, yeah, I was, um, it was so bizarre because when I did do that, um, I went to this place with these guys, these friends, friends, these dudes from the gym. <laughs> They're not even friends. friends because no. we don't even see or talk I to those people I can't remember their anymore. names. But anyway, um, 
I remember going to the, to the, there's a club, big popular club in this town. And, and I saw a bunch of my high school guys. Really? And I'm like, oh, what are you doing here? And they're like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, um, I'm just hanging out. You know, and they, we were all embarrassed to see each other. Like we saw each other and we're like, what are we, what are we doing here? Like I said, that only lasted a couple of three weeks for me. Cause I, I, I was, I, I ended up ministering to people there because right. I couldn't not turn. I couldn't turn well, it off. I totally believe that because yeah. I know you. Yeah, I, and I ended up talking to people, and even you and I, after we met, we went. I think once or twice to, to go dancing. To go dancing, and I was like, no. Yeah, it was nothing. You're just not a good dancer. No, I'm just kidding. You were a good dancer. I was throwing down. Are you kidding? I, I had some moves. I actually don't 80s, remember now um, that because I just remember. <laughs> That wasn't the scene. No, I, it just didn't feel right. It I didn't. felt better going to church with you, and that that became the center of our life very quickly, yes. actually. And, and, do, I remember and we did Bible studies together. We ran back to God big time. I mean, like we were we became church junkies. Now I wasn't on staff at a church at that time. I was working at Buckner Children's Home in right. Lubbock, and we but we went to everything we could go to. Yes, we we did. were in small groups. We got in the choir. I remember that. Yes. I can't believe I sang in a choir. But anyway, we did that. We were uh, we were involved in everything. And then and we, we went, got married very quickly. We did. And then we went to, then we'd go to two churches. Like mm-hmm. I was on staff at a church and on Saturday night we went to we another church. We went to another church. We couldn't get enough. And I I'm sure the listeners are going, What? Y'all I don't even weird. like my yeah, church. People are if weird. you don't like your church, find a church that is vibrant. That preaches the word of God, or ask why do you not and like it? Yeah, why? It, what is it? Is because it? you're being picky, or you're being nitpicky, or, or are you're, you in sin? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, so, there's things that taint yeah. your ability to like something. It may not be the church's fault. We were just, we just needed God, and we wanted God in our relationship we became to be number one. Hungry, and you know what? It's not changed. We're still no. the same. The only thing that's different now is we don't go to another church. <laughs> that would be very. That'd be weird. That now. would be weird um, to but go we to another love church. The church. We but love, we do go we to a lot of conferences at other church. We love the church. Yes, and the bride of Christ. And I like I like the church in all its flavors and forms mm-hmm. and colors. I I just I I get along with everybody, and um, so it's still the bride of Christ is still the center of our world. Jesus is still the center of our life. And if that makes us weird and alone on a narrow trail, then so be it. Yeah. I'm happy. The joy of the Lord is real. It's it's our life. Exactly. Yeah. It's good. Girl, you're awesome, by Aww, the way. Thank I you. I love you. Thank you. I just I love reminiscing about our past I because do too. I just it just it's how it's the foundation yes. of our marriage. Yes. It was built on the solid rock right. of Jesus Christ because that's what we, we did. We put him yeah. right where he was supposed to be, and we have never taken our eyes off of him. Even when we've had tragedies in our life, mm-hmm. we have not taken our eyes off yeah. of God. Yeah. I told God, I'm like Jacob, you're not going to shake me. You right. have to break my hip to get right. me off because I'm, I'm all in. And I love that we, we've done this, this journey together. Mm-hmm. And uh, there have been forces against us to try to separate us and try to destroy us and destroy our family and things that I've watched destroy other families. And mm-hmm. so God has kept us. You know, we're called, we're loved, and we're kept. kept. 
by him. And so, love it, man, I love it. And I love doing this life with you, whether we're doing a podcast or we're rocking some steaks on the pellet grill or we're at the gym pumping iron or we're at Sunday morning. Which we've done all that today. Today <laughs> and packing. And that's another thing. Yeah, we love going to the gym together. We do. We do life together. We do. It's we do. Jimmy and Annette. Mm. I love you, girl. I love you too. Well, listen, our show, our show we're going to land the plane. We've yes. got a plane to catch. Yes. we still got a little packing and I, to do. And i got to get some sleep. I know. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for listening in. I mean, we just kind of brought you into a coffee conversation. <laughs> I've been sitting at a coffee table. But hey, we love you guys good. and so appreciate you. The notes and, and different things that we get. Um, we just appreciate it. We, I mean, I do talk about value for value every week. I don't want to spend a lot of time on that, but if you value what, what we're doing here and it brings value to you, one of the ways you can show value is just send it to a friend or send it to somebody you think, you know, they might appreciate hearing from a couple of raw, real pastors who, who talk about their stuff, you know, I mean, it might help and encourage them. And if it would just send a link to somebody and say, Hey, check this podcast out. And uh, if you listen on a platform like Fountain or Castomatic, you can always boost us and do Boostagrams. We appreciate that. Uh, this week it was a little thin. That's okay. But we had Adam Curry, of course, with his 77,777 <laughs> striper boost. And so there's a striper boost file for you. Thank you, Adam. Love you, man. I'll, I'll come back at you this week. But um, yeah, and. Or you can go to our website, livingupinadownworld.com. I put daily devotionals on there, so there's something for you to read every morning. Um, and then you can write us. You can email. You can uh, leave, a, leave a review. In fact, some beautiful reviews. So we'd love to hear from you. And really, I mean, our heart, as I'm sitting here, I feel like I'm sitting in your living room. <laughs> I, I do. I really I feel that sense of being close to people that are listening. And we want you to know that Jesus is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. And the scripture says there's no other way to come to the Father no except through Jesus Christ. And we want to help you do that. And we want to encourage you on your journey, knowing that it is a narrow path. It's not a wide path. It's narrow. And there's and there's things along the path that can try to knock you off the path and get your attention and distract you and, and take you off. And yet, you're called, you're loved, and you're kept according to the book of Jude. And so just know that. And God's for you, not against you, and we're for you too. And so listen, we want you to have an amazing week. We'll be doing some traveling. We'll have a lot of stories next week. Oh, so yeah. let's show about probably be packed. God bless each one of you. Annette, anything you want to say uh, as we land the plane? Thank you so much for tuning in and just hope that we're bringing hope to you. That's it. We're going to bring hope and life. Yes. God bless you. Have a great week.